Jazzcast Pros. Hello, and welcome back to High Vibe Table Talks. This is your host, Marshawn Hargrave, and we are coming up on the new year transformation, finishing up this year. It was interesting because I was talking with people in my community and I've been trying to like brainstorm and plan ideas for solo episodes for this podcast. And we were just talking about the concept of coming up with the new ideas and both like the struggle and how beautiful it can be and how difficult it can be. And so it seems to be a universal process and universal struggle with a lot of people and One of the things that I love about my community is that it's niche agnostic. So no matter what you serve the world with, your roller coaster, your journey, other people are going to see it and feel it and understand it because the journey of growth, the journey of growing a business is pretty similar no matter what it is that you are selling. And so ideation coming up with and capturing and expounding upon ideas is something that tends to be, like I said, a universal struggle. So by the end of this episode, you're going to understand how you come up with ideas best, the way that your brain works best when talking about ideation, how to capture some of those ideas, and We're going to talk about the fact that not every idea needs to come to fruition, needs to be monetized, needs to go the distance. Sometimes it's about the practice. So let's get into this episode about idea creation. If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you found the perfect podcast to empower your self-growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. It's funny that this idea for this episode came up on a community call because I was trying to brainstorm and we're just talking about how sometimes we can come up with ideas and then when we go to sit down and actually have them come to fruition. It's like they just all disappeared. And if you're on like Instagram reels and they have that sound where it's like Eminem is talking really fast and then it switches to like a baby talking. And that's kind of how I feel about this whole process is like, I will be doing something and I'll have all these ideas. And then when I go and I sit down in front of my computer and it's time to actually like write out a map or a plan, it's like I have no idea where those ideas went. And one thing I wanted to talk about on this episode is that your brain is supposed to work like that. And it's totally normal. I heard a quote a couple of years ago now, but it definitely like changed how I feel about this topic and how I process a lot of things. And it's a quote by David Allen. He is the founder of Getting Things Done, the Work-Life Management System. And the quote is that your mind is for having ideas, not holding them. I'll say it again. Your mind is for having ideas, not holding them. And I found that so powerful because there are so many times where we try to hold on to all of the things, you know, like there's a lot going around about like the mental load in a household, things like that. And feeling like there's just not enough brain space to hold on to everything. And that's because that's not what your brain is wired to do. It's wired for idea creation generation, not to hold on to every last piece of information that can readily be pulled out at the drop of a hat. And so he goes on to talk about how the short-term memory part of your mind, the part that tends to hold all of the incomplete 
undecided and unorganized stuff functions like the RAM of a personal computer. And so you can only hold on to so many of those, yet we go around with our RAMs busting at the seams, especially in today's day and age with social media and our phones and everything being at our fingertips. There's just so much overload of that part of our brain. When I think back to where my best ideas came from, I think back to the initial accountability call that was High Vibe Cowork, and that came to me when I was on an exercise bike at the gym. I remember that very vividly. I can still go back to the gym and tell you exactly what bike I was on because it was such like a profound moment, especially with where it has come now, three and a half years later. But I was moving my body and I was just allowing my brain to wander and just be what it was. And that is when so many of my ideas, and I know others' ideas, have come to them. It's when they're moving their body, they're moving their hands, maybe they're doing a painting, or they're crocheting, or they're out in nature. I know nature is a big one for me, partially because I like being in that space so much, but I know that in nature I can show up as whoever, whatever I am in that moment, and me just being is enough. And so my brain is allowed to just let go of a lot and get into that creativity mode. I know for me, one thing, one of the things that happened during the pandemic is losing my commute hindered my ability to decompress, to let go, to process things because the drive was the same. I didn't have to think about my drive. I didn't have to decide where I was going to go. I didn't have to think about my turns. My body was in autopilot and my mind could process, think, decompress, understand, generate new ideas. So creating spaces for you to do that, whether you did lose your commute, whether you need space to just generate ideas, thinking about ways you can move your body without a big mental load of thinking of what you're going to be doing is a great way to do that. Part of the problem that comes into that is, okay, I just went out for a drive. I had all these ideas and now they're gone because as soon as I got home, they're out of my brain. So how do you capture those in the moments without, again, putting too much of a mental load onto your brain because those two um, things are in conflict. A lot of times when I have new ideas and I need to get them out of my brain, I call my dad. I've talked about him a lot on this podcast. Him and I definitely will call each other and just be like, I need to get this out of my brain and into the world. Do you have the space for me to do that right now? And be like, yep. Or can I call you back in 10 minutes or whatever it is? Having a safe person for them to land with helps you kind of like detangle, kind of start to put some some more specific parameters around them is always helpful. So finding community, finding people, finding a person to talk about them with may be something that you can do. If you're able to write it down, just kind of stream of consciousness, capture that idea in words, thoughts, and start to take action on when you're in more of an execution phase. I wouldn't necessarily go right into execution phase because I think that creative brain is in process and we need to give it time because who knows what's under those other layers. But in that same vein, if I'm driving, sometimes I'll just leave myself a voice memo and stream of consciousness. Again, what is this idea and what is coming into my brain? It's a lot of throwing spaghetti at the wall. No ideas are bad ideas. It's just getting things out to then put them in place in a future time. 
I was talking with someone earlier on a podcast episode and we were talking about the clutter of the brain and you'll hear it. We were talking about like your closet. And if it's like just a mess, sometimes we can like be like, oh, I don't want to go in there because it's just such a mess. But when you do take time to reorganize your closet, first, what do you have to do? You got to take everything out of there and your room looks like a disaster. And so allow that to be part of the process. And what are you going to find when you go in there? You're going to find things you forgot that you love. You're going to find things that don't fit that you need to donate. You're going to have new ways to like organize and put things, but it's going to be messy before it gets better. So allow that to be part of the process. You know, so when you are writing it down, when you are brainstorming, that's why it's it's important to have a safe space with someone to let them be because in that ideation phase, there's going to be bad ideas. There's going to be things that are ridiculous. There are going to be things that you say that are like afterwards, you're like, well, that was clearly can't be part of the plan. But when you're in that moment, you can't have someone who's going to be like, Mershon, that is so dumb. What is wrong with you? Because then you're going to retreat back into your shell and not really get into the process of getting it out. If you're enjoying this episode, check out Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, although that's up for debate, generalized anxiety, and major depression. And even though I live with these mental health conditions, I have great relationships, I have a wonderful career, and it's my mission to help you do the same thing. So Join me for Healthy Illness Podcast, new episodes every Monday on the Jazz Cast Pros Network found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light. So find a zone in your house. And I want to thank Hannah for brainstorming this with me is having a zone in your house or your space where you can do these things. I just recently redid my office and... Part of why I wanted to redo it is when I looked at like my office and how it functioned for me, there was a big calendar, there was a big whiteboard, there was a flip chart, there was a lot of post-its of ideas that came to me and I needed to have a space for them so I can execute on them later. It was a lot about doing, not a lot of space to be. Since then, I have introduced, I now have a rocker. In here, I have a space where I have a, a, I got a paint by numbers canvas and I have like books that are both fiction and nonfiction. And so there are places in my office now that I can be. I could just sit in my rocker and read a book and think deeply. And things like historical fiction sometimes do give way to ideas that I can use for my business. Sometimes painting is busy enough and I don't have to be thinking about the painting. That's why I love the paint by numbers is it tells me what paint I need to use and in what lines. So I'm just there moving my hands, allowing my brain to be whatever it needs to be in that moment. You know, do you like to crochet? Do you like to watercolor? Do you like to build Legos? Do you like to go for a nice long walk around your neighborhood? All of these things are ways for you to keep your body busy so that your mind can kind of undo, process, create, generate new ideas. Whatever the thing is that you're keeping your hands busy with, don't have to be productive 
They don't have to be efficient. They don't have to be great. They're just there to be, not to do. Sometimes I haven't done it in a while, but I, you know, just would get out like watercolors and just paint. And they, it was horrible. I'm like, I'm not a good painter. But the point of it wasn't the end product of the watercolors. It was the practice of playing. So how can you let your body, hands, self play and take some of that pressure off your mind? So like literally like the watercolor after you're done with it can go in the garbage because it served its purpose. You don't have to hold on to it. You don't have to keep it. You don't have to sell it. And as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we can think about, well, how can I turn this into money? You know, especially when you're in early like ideation and growth phase, it is about how can I make more money with this business? How can I, you know, add to my list of things that I'm selling? You know, your time is very limited. Your resources are very limited and you want to be efficient and figure out how to make money with the things that you're spending your time on. And not every hobby has to be monetized. Not everything you do has to have an ROI, like a direct ROI. And that can be hard sometimes. And I know I've fallen into this myself, you know, and I'm trying to find spaces where things can be just to be, you know, like I never really understood flower gardening because I spent all that time, energy, again, resources, whether it's time, energy, money on my garden. And I wanted to produce something for me. What are flowers producing? Like there's so much beauty there and that has its own, you know, different ROI. But sometimes I do struggle with that. It's kind of like, what have you done for me? Oh, I'm pouring this into you. You need to feed my family. You need to feed me. You need to have an end product. I'm painting something. I need it to be hung on the wall or go to be sold or gifted. And that's not the point. So I do encourage you to find things and hobbies, especially when you're in ideation and growth phase that you don't monetize because that's not the point of everything. But I do know that a lot of times we fall into that and that's okay. So if if you have gone into that, if that has been your train of thought during certain times, you are not alone. I get it. Many others get it. It is part of it. Maybe every idea doesn't have to go somewhere. Maybe it can just be ethereal. Maybe the point isn't that when you're coming up with ideas, you either say yay or nay to things and go into execution mode. Maybe the point is that you did go into creativity. Maybe the point is that you used that muscle for whatever that time was. And that's okay too. So if you get home and you're like, I just had all these ideas. I need to like do something with them. They need to have a space. They need to have a function. They need to have a reason. Maybe they don't. Maybe just like the watercolors that goes into the garbage, it's the same for ideating. Same with coming up with ideas. The point isn't the end. The point is the process. And that's the most important part. And that's what you need to embrace and love and uplift. If you have ever read the book, Big Magic, which I have spoken about on this podcast many times, ideas are out in the world. They're out in the universe and they're trying to find their 
place and their person that will bring them into fruition. And if you get home and you're like, oh, they're all gone. If you're really the person that is going to bring that idea forward into the world, it'll come back to you. That relationship is not done. It's just not totally coupled at that moment. You're still dancing and that's okay. Because I do believe that creativity is a muscle. There's so many things that we talk about on this podcast that are muscles that you have to practice using. You know, just like in the gym, you're not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger day one. You're going to be sore and you're going to be bad. But you got in there and you used the muscle and you went through the motions and you focused on the process. And sometimes that's the most important part. I hope that was helpful. I hope that you found some grace. If you get home tomorrow and are like, oh, where was that idea? Or if you're in the zone of like, I have no ideas. What am I going to do? What am I going to create? What's next? Uh, Where was I going with that? I lost it. I don't know. I lost it. But I will leave you with Your Mind is for Having Ideas, Not Holding Them by David Allen. Find and create spaces where you can get into that creative mode and figure out a way to capture it whether it is a voice note, writing it down, talking to somebody, and that it's okay if sometimes the ideas do leave. One of the books that I really enjoy around this topic, it is called Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. Uh, I have a funny story about how I sat and read this whole book in one sitting, but I won't share that with you at this moment, but it's a really good book around the art of creativity and creation. So Highly recommend that book. We'll put that in the show notes. And we will also put Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen in the show notes. I really do like that idea of giving your brain grace that it's not meant to hang out to every, everything. I hope that was helpful, especially as we're winding down 2023 and gearing up for 2024. If you like this podcast, High Vibe Table Talks, don't forget to subscribe. We will see you next week. And remember that big dreams and small steps will transform your life. 